a lady walked past and you know said I love your eggs and we get yeah lots of comments around the taste and the you know the deep yellow color of the yolks and that's due to the pasture that they're eating and um, yeah our, our clean flavor This is The Producers. I'm Danny Vallant. Eggs are a ubiquitous staple food, a cafe standard, a baking essential, and a building block in dishes from every cuisine. Even though many consumers and food manufacturers have turned away from battery farms and caged eggs, there's still so much further to go in terms of animal welfare, the environmental impacts of of egg farms, and the huge influence farming methods have on the taste of the end product. Paul Rigetti is a founder and owner of Honest Eggs, a central Victorian egg farm that takes a lot of pride in doing things differently. My name's Paul Rigetti and we run a regenerative agricultural farm in central Victoria. Um, Honest Eggs Co is our brand. We grow pasture-fed eggs and cattle and sheep. Uh, Our family were settlers from Switzerland in the Hepburn-Dalsford area. Um, they settled in Yandoit, um, and in the gold rush times, they started dairy farming. Uh, they built um, a butter factory, um, and they were processing their own milk, plus the milk from lots of local dairies, um, and then they even exported butter back to Europe. Um, and then they moved on to general farming. they become became fairly successful at the butter making and moved into general farming and um, cattle and sheep mainly in the district. They bought quite a bit of their culture with them. Um, they, um, a lot of them did end up farming, um, but uh, also they were, you know, they were builders and labourers and um, gold miners as well. So um, there's still a, a large legacy of Swiss Italians in the, in the district. We were predominantly cattle and sheep when I grew up um, and we uh, yeah, lived on the farm here. Dad was managing um, a couple of farms um, about 30 kilometres apart, um, but m- mainly merino sheep. Um, we spent a lot of time with Dad working. Um, as you know, farming can be long hours and seasonal and all weather conditions and uh, you know there was some tough drought periods through our childhood years so yeah it was mum and dad did a great job raising five children and uh, yeah we spent a lot of time outdoors either um, helping down on the farm or playing cricket in the backyard or whatever it was Um, but yeah we have really fond memories of I think when you're a child you don't realise you know tough times but you do appreciate them as you as well we've got our own children now and um, uh, I often look back on our childhood and and, you know appreciate what mum and dad did. I guess there was always chickens um, from a little kid we have photos of us collecting eggs when we were about three Um, you know backyard chooks uh, living off the house scraps and running around the lawn um, which is not dissimilar to the way we manage them now. Even though Paul studied and worked in the city, the pull of farming life was strong. When he decided to go back, he knew he wanted to farm in harmony with nature and the philosophies around regenerative farming were compelling 
I always wanted to do it. There wasn't an opportunity when I first left school. The farm wasn't big enough. Um, but I also think it was a really good thing to go off farm and see some of the world and business. And I think I'm a much more grounded um, business person now as a result of having that experience in Melbourne. Uh, I did a business course when I came back to the farm um, in um, holistic management and I just really believed that that was the way to focus uh, our direction. So we run predominantly a grazing business now with different species, but it has holistic values and um, with a regenerative focus. So ground cover, carbon capture, um, diversity in uh, pasture species, and it's you know, it's a low input chemical free um, system, um, just using nature to to um, provide minerals and energy through the grass for our uh, animals. Uh, it just made sense to me and our family that this was the way to go and um, you know, bringing up children and wanting them to eat healthy food, but also, um, um, you know, it's, it feels good to, to farm this way. You feel like you're um, improving the farm as well. Starting an egg farm was a combination of agricultural philosophy and happenstance. Sometimes school projects get a little bit out of hand. It came about in two ways. We we had obviously moved down the holistic path, but um, we we uh, and, and following you know, Joel Salatin with a multi-species um, operation. But also, my my daughter hatched some chickens for her local kinder, um, and the hatchery gave us many more eggs than we thought we would need for the kinder and we had uh, chickens running around everywhere at home and obviously grazing grass and we were giving eggs away to you know, friends and family and um, parents at school and everyone was saying how different and awesome they were and we just thought well that's, that's pretty normal but it's not and so we thought well you know the two things sort of came together and we said well maybe we can make this an enterprise and and uh, it's another enterprise we could run on the same piece of land that has a synergistic effect with the other enterprises. Um, so you don't need any more land, you just need some more labour and um, uh, it, it provides cash flow um, itself. Well, it's a lot of hard work actually, <laughs> but uh, it's it's enjoyable and you know, we're really happy with the direction it's taking and um, we called ourselves Honest Eggs Co, but we're uh, because we're quite open about how we farm and we like to bring people to the farm, show them what we're doing. Um, we often have school groups come through and we were really surprised um, by the lack of knowledge uh, out there, especially amongst children. There's a disconnect between where their food comes from and where it's grown and... Um, it's a little bit disturbing, actually. So, you know, we, we love educating kids on, on good food and um, bringing people to farm and showing us showing them how we do it. We find that the chickens are really 
very low stress birds. So there's plenty of room to move around. There's plenty of grass to graze. If they've got an issue with another chicken, there's plenty of move, room to move away. Um, and so the, there's a nutrient element to the pasture benefiting the eggs, but there's also you know, behavioural, um, very low stress situation. So they're quite social animals and uh, really nice to be around a lot of the time. If you, well, often when we take our tours to the paddocks, you know, uh, you, you'll walk out there with a group of people and then you know, a thousand birds will come over and say hello and start pecking their shoes and pants and um yeah, it's, it, they're very social birds and, and kind of nice to be around. Producing eggs is one thing. Getting them to market is another. And it's a very different process from selling cattle and sheep. There was a local um, food group in Dalesford called Dalesford Massive Produce. It's, um, it was chaired by Ella Wolf Tasker, who runs the lake house in Dalesford for many years. And... I just went to the general meeting actually and said, uh, we farm cattle and sheep, but we've got this idea that we might do some pasture fed eggs as well. And um, Ella just said, okay, do it. <laughs> and so we thought, well, right. And then we um, you know, ran a small amount of chooks for the first year, about a thousand hens. Um, and I think Ella bought probably half of our produce for that first year. So she was terrific support to us. And uh, once we did that, we we didn't have a great plan other than we thought we'd sell to restaurants, but, you know, the local people started asking for eggs, so we ended up in the fruit shop and the butcher shop and, um, and then we went out and sourced some marketing and ended up in Melbourne and it's sort of grown from there. The next part of our business is, is going interstate. Um, we just launched into Sydney and the ACT. So that's a whole new thing for us. We're thinking more broadly about Australia now and not just Victoria. Um, but, you know, if people in Sydney are really keen to eat our product, we're happy to send it there. It's great. Consumers tend to think they're doing the right thing by chickens if they purchase free-range eggs. But Honest Eggs is among those producers seeking new and improved paradigms that are better for birds, eggs and environment. Well, the free-range definition in Australia is 10,000 birds per hectare. So a hectare is 100 metres by 100 metres, um, which is basically a shed with a yard that they'll go out and graze in. Um, so there won't be any grass attached to that because the chook, chooks would have eaten anything that tries to poke its head up. We, we call ours open range, um, but the principal difference is that we move our sheds. So all our sheds are mobile and each week we pull them to a fresh patch of grass. So um, there's a few reasons for that. One is that um, you, you're laying down fertiliser and they're disturbing the ground around the shed. There's high density around the shed because that's where most of the activity is. And then you pull it to a fresh site and it starts to regenerate another piece of uh, the paddock. Um, but also they're getting access to fresh pasture every week. Um, they stay you know, within about 200 metres of the sheds and they roam um, out from there. And so uh, as you move the shed, you're effectively moving them to fresh pasture as well. So they get fresh grass and more nutrient um, each week as we move them along. 
So we are 30 birds per hectare. So we're very low density. We do think of chickens as grazing animals. They uh, obviously eat a grain diet as well as grazing, but they do graze a lot of fresh grass and it gives uh, complexity to their diet, which makes them a more nutrient-based egg. Um, and one of the other things, apart from the grazing, is being out in the sunlight and the minerals from the sun that the chook would um, capture makes for a much more nutrient-dense product. And I think our customers often talking about the flavour of or the taste of our eggs. They're very clean and um, you know, wholesome taste, and there's no doubt that that's from grazing. Each one has a synergy, I guess, with the pasture. So the cattle and the sheep will come through and graze the grass down to um, a level where the chooks will then go over it and you know, scratch it up and fertilise it. Uh, and then as the mobile sheds move along, um, the, they're fertilising the paddock naturally. And so then you grow more grass for cattle and sheep to follow up on. So each species, uh, I guess, has its own role to play in growing more um, nutrition for the next one. So we have um, uh, an egg collectors on Polaris quad bikes, so a, a four-wheel side-by-side bike with a trailer on, and uh, because the, the sheds are spread over quite a vast area of our farm, they'll ride the bike out to the sheds and then the egg, the birds lay in nesting boxes inside the shed which roll onto a conveyor belt and then that conveyor belt, the eggs are hand collected off the conveyor belt um, onto trays which then come into our fridge and then into our packing shed for um, packing. Honest egg farmers have some very special assistance protecting their laying birds. Enter the loyal and lovely Maremmas. Uh, dogs are an integral part of the poultry business because we don't um, shut our sheds. So our birds are free to range um, from dawn to dusk and they roost in their sheds at night, but we don't close the sheds. So the minute the sun's up in the morning, they're out grazing um, and, and right till dark. So the dogs... Uh, obviously predator protection uh, and foxes being the number one predator. So that just having a dog live with the uh, shed um, keeps any foxes away. They have a natural instinct to guard whatever they're growing up with. So a marema is, is the breed we use and uh, we, we place them with the chooks when they're a pup and they just get used to living with that shed um, and they get used to having birds stand all over them all day and <laughs> um, annoy them, but uh, they bond with them and they protect them for the rest of their life. We have eight roving sh roaming sheds, so each shed um, has a dog attached to it. Making a product you're proud of is one thing, Hearing from people who enjoy it makes the effort feel even more worthwhile. I guess it's very rewarding when we get the compliments from our customers. That that probably has surprised me a little bit, that we get such great reviews and um, loyal customers that buy our product and it's very satisfying for us to provide that. Um, the business has grown now to a point where we don't know all of our um 
retailers, or I don't anyway, on the farm, um, Roger and Jeanette, who do our marketing, would know a lot more of our um, the stores and the restaurants that buy our eggs. But yeah, we get lovely feedback, and it's very satisfying. I, I actually filled in for a delivery driver about a month ago in Melbourne, and um, yeah, we were delivering some eggs in Elwood, and a lady walked past and you know said. I love your eggs and we get, um, yeah, lots of comments around the taste and, uh, you know, the deep yellow color of the yolks and that's due to the pasture that they're eating and, um, yeah, our, our clean flavor. We seem to be heading in the right direction and, um, and, and then I guess when we get, uh, um, you know, lovely comments through our social media or uh, letters to say how great our produce is, that's, that's great. Farming is never easy. So what is it that gets Paul Rigetti up every morning? I really enjoy living in the country. Um, we, we're quite, it's quite rewarding running a business that employs local people. And, uh, you know, as I said, we're, we're up to... 20 odd staff now so it's it's challenging and um but also rewarding and we're offering employment to locals um whilst growing our own business and i think um both ian and i ian and kim garcett are the other partners in our business we have young families uh and the, just watching our children grow up around the business is quite rewarding there's a growing wave of good food people out there, and um, you know, in you're seeing more and more um, in social media now. And I guess with well, it's one of the reasons we called our our egg part of our business Honest Eggs Co. is because we're quite open and transparent about how we farm. Um, I don't think you'll see that in industrialised farming or you certainly won't be able to go on a lot of those farms. Um, but we're quite open about what we do and we like people to see it because we're proud of it and uh, we think it's the right way to farm. So I think it's um, shooting for optimum rather than maximum and uh, optimum not only means from a profitability point of view but from a landscape point of view and a people point of view as well. It certainly changed our life. And we actually, we knew um, our general manager, Roger Boyd, I think when he came on board, he said, this is a life changing business. And it certainly has been and um, continues to be. Eggs are on everyone's shopping list, but the more you know about what goes into creating a great egg, from Happy Chickens, it makes it easier to spend that little bit extra and get a product like Honest Eggs. Paul Rigetti is one of a number of farmers using regenerative agriculture to change the paradigms around egg production. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers, the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at producerspodcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.